Giving undocumented immigrants easier access to primary care sharply reduces emergency room visits. That's the finding of a new study published by the American Economic Association. The researchers found that when New York City made primary care appointments for about 2,500 immigrants, ER visits dropped by 23%. This is Pulse Check. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Another GOP spending bill faltered Wednesday as the House punted legislation to fund the Departments of Labor, Health, and Education until after Thanksgiving in the face of opposition from members of both parties. Democrats and Republicans told Politico they were uncomfortable with the bill's deep cuts to safety net and medical research programs and its anti-abortion policy riders. New York's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene is investigating an outbreak of hepatitis A among men who have sex with men, according to an alert sent to physicians in the state this week. The health department is urging physicians to give the hepatitis A vaccine to anyone who wants it, regardless of whether they acknowledge or report a risk factor. And the lack of a year-end omnibus spending bill has created uncertainty for health groups seeking fixes on Medicare physician payment cuts before Congress ends its work for the year. Politico healthcare reporter Robert King is here to explain how this could impact the status quo for health policy riders. Hey, Robert, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So it seems like for the first year since you and I can remember, we aren't going to have a end of year government shutdown showdown. What's happening? So the House earlier this week passed a continuing resolution that funds part of the government through January 19th and the rest through, I think, February 2nd. And what's interesting and notable about this continuing resolution is that it doesn't punt government funding, which expires after this Friday, to the end of the year. Normally, how Congress operates is that they have a continuing resolution or try to set up a large spending package called an omnibus that they passed near the end of the year as a way to kind of pressure lawmakers to get on board or else they might miss the holidays. Now we're not going to have that holiday crunch. So that's good for people's vacations, but sounds like it might be bad for some of these medical groups you've been talking to. What are their concerns? So health policy groups have traditionally tried to get relief for a looming pay cut or changes to a certain policy that's controversial and going into effect in the new year. And that's no difference this time around. What has happened in past years that they're worried they're now losing in terms of using an omnibus as a vehicle for health policy riders? So there are a couple of riders that health policy groups have been hoping would be attached to a must-pass vehicle. Most prominently is relief on a looming 3.4% cut to doctor payments under Medicare that is going to go into effect next year. Doctor groups have been hoping that Congress may give them some relief, as they had done in the past, and that relief has usually been attached to an omnibus. Another potential rider is the the extension of a bonus that is given to doctors that participate in an alternative payment model, which is kind of a model that changes how doctors are paid via Medicare. The goal is to incentivize these doctors to participate in value-based care, which pays them based on the value of the care delivered. So without an omnibus to get these policies attached to as writers, what are the doctor's backup plans? 
So there may still be some hope for attaching the riders to another bill that might get passed by the end of the year. Some lawmakers have bandied about that they still need to pass the Farm Bill. They also need to reauthorize the Support Act legislation that is intended to help fight opioid abuse. So those are some potential vehicles that might be considered by Congress next month, but they don't have the urgency, of course, as a large omnibus spending package. Also, some doctor groups are eyeing what will happen if the cuts go into effect and Congress kind of moves in the January or February continuing resolution to give them some relief. And there's some question about whether doctors could essentially hold on to their Medicare claims, not submit them to Medicare to kind of delay getting payments so that they would not have to be paid out under the lower rate. But it remains to be seen now what the set backup plan will be. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Robert, and please keep us posted. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for PulseCheck. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Subscribe and follow PulseCheck for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.